After being intercepted by an assassin, Octavia and Garoon must once again fight for their lives. Who is this mysterious lizard? Does she have ulterior motives, or is she just a cold-blooded killer? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. <laughs> me, my spouse, and a die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. You know what's ridiculous? What? So, spoiler alert, I'm using the Assassin NPC block, snap block, from the back of the monster manual for the uh, Assassin in last week's episode that many of you may remember. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Or if you're just newly joining us, welcome. You're, uh, you're crazy. This is a story podcast. Maybe you, you should that? start at the beginning. Yep. Well, anyway, I'm using the Assassin snap block, which I can tell you because either you or the Assassin will most likely be dead in a few minutes. So. <laughs> It's not really a spoiler, but you know, it's crazy. What? It's based off a of rogue, but it doesn't give it, you know, bonus action, dash, disengage, or hide, which is I was wondering. ludicrous, because that would have, that could have, I should have just, I could have just thrown it in there yeah. because I have, you know, omnipotent power over what happens in this game, but I didn't because for me, it's easier to just grab a stat block out of the book and mm -hmm. run it because, you know, I don't have all the time in the world to prep for these things. Really? Really? Wow. You may not have noticed because I'm a flawless dungeon master <laughs> at all times. But yeah, it's just easier for me to not have to, like the whole point of having stat blocks in the monster manual is to be able to just use them out mm -hmm. of the book without having to tinker with them. And sometimes tinkering with them is fun. And I've done that, you know, on, on occasions, but for kind of a not incredibly important enemy even though she does have a name and a story. Uh, you know, it's just easier to just be like, boom, assassin block, boom, done. Yeah. But they don't give it a bonus action to disengage, dodge, or hide, which is like the staple of a rogue class. I know. They get a level like two. Yeah. Which could have made this fight much more better for me. Yeah. Well, because I was more kind mobile. Of she would have been able to get away that, and not yeah. just have to stand here and get pummeled because that's how. That's kind of how it's, it's just, going. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not the finished. I mean, you could put it in now. Uh, I've already gone this far. She magically levels up in nah, the middle of the fight. It's fine. It's fine. It's no big deal. But still, you know, it's one like Yeah, you would think that. I mean, I don't want to ask like, what the CR of the doesn't have to use evasion. Stat block is, but I mean, I feel like that's pretty central to yeah. a rogue being doing its thing. We're also getting to the level where you're going to be functionally immortal for a while. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, but it hey, is what it is. It's really fun. It is what it is. So I just think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely assumed that she did and that you were making a conscious choice for her to just oh, no, stay no, 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 no. in the Oh, if I could have disengaged as a bonus action, I would have done that a while ago. Yeah. Uh, but I like to abide by the rules that I've set for myself most of the time. <laughs> 
and this these were the rules I have set for myself, and that is what I'm that's what I'm running with. Okay. So maybe next time, but yeah, they gave they gave it evasion. Which, if I were a fire breathing dragon, great. that'd be helpful. I guess, but I feel like I feel like dodge disengage. Yeah, dodge disengages a bit. It's really hard for me to say those things without all of a sudden, well, all of a sudden becoming like sounding like Sean Connery. Dash disengage. Dash disengage. Have some whiskey. Scotch, rather. Sorry. R.I.P. Anyway, that's my that's my complaint about this system for this week. And this has been. It's relatively minor, but it's still there. D and D thoughts with Austin. Yeah, I think I've said it before. I find the monster design in 5e a bit lacking. Some of them are really cool. Some of them are just like, you're a bag of hit points that punches things twice. Yeah. Actually, a lot of them are just a bag of hit points that punch things twice. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You can do stuff with that, but you got to get a bit more creative. So, yeah, you know, especially I when you my, have... I have my criticisms after playing this game for six years. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for, you know, if you're facing PCs like me who can turn into an earth elemental and then automatically just take half, you know, if if a monster can just punch, I'll punch him, you know, and it's not magical or anything. What if it's like a magical monster? Does that count? I I don't know. I don't think it It says, yeah, damage resistance is bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. So I think the attack has to be, I, I, I guess I actually don't know. I mean... Yeah, it's probably not. Because it's like my uh, thinking of the creatures that I summon. They're obviously magical creatures, but the attacks that they do are not magical attacks. Yeah, I don't I don't think it is, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, you would think, but it's also weird because like I'm an earth elemental. Like I'm literally Ooh. made out of magic. No, you're made out of dirt. <laughs> but like my attacks aren't magical. You well, know. they are because you're a druid. Well, I mean, they are because I mean, but if you just yeah, came no, across an earth elemental. Yep. Oh, well. It's gotten us this far. This is the game we play. Exactly. And I think it has, I think it has served us well for our purposes. So it's done all right. It's done all right. Yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my minor complaint for this week. I'll be back again, I'm sure, before, <laughs> before this campaign is over with at least a couple more. I am sure as well. At least a couple. Oh, man. I mean, you can't kind of play as frequently and not come across some things that are not your favorite yeah yeah i mean dealing with invisible creatures is just its whole bag of worms i feel like disadvantage is not tough enough yeah it's i i think i think the rules on invisibility are not first of all they're not greatly like they're they're in there but they're kind of spread out Mm. they should there's it's it's one of the things that a lot of dungeon masters get confused about because it's not very clear mm-hmm. in like the php how to deal with invisibility we don't well, want I mean, to get yeah too far down this rabbit hole because we got a combat we do up. and i'm pretty sure i've aired most of these grievances <laughs> already so people are probably sick of it They're like yeah, you keep complaining about this game and yet you keep playing it <laughs> yeah well well we're also 117 episodes in, so. Kind of an abrupt shift. Yeah. Don't really want to learn a new system right now. Yeah. It would be funny, though, if it's right. just like, don't tell anybody and just slightly change the intro. Is me, my spouse, and a die is an actual play. You know, Pathfinder podcast where we follow and then like only have that, like say nothing else. 
and just, you know, create a level 12 druid and pathfinder and then just be like, <laughs> see what people do. That'd be pretty. <laughs> I hope you guys would keep listening. I hope it's not just the D&D part. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. An actual play, Delta Green podcast. <laughs> that would be, That'd a, be bit, a bit of a change. Bit of a harder shift. It's like, wait, what? We're in 2019 New York now? Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> bit I, of a I'm, different vibe. I'm, I might be able to make Call of Cthulhu work. Maybe. No, I couldn't. I mean, well, I mean, there is the whole thing with like, um, with the Aboleth. Like, they're kind of Cthulian. Yeah, they they're, are you know big tentacle creature so i mean if we if, but still, you, if you pivoted and that's still set in like yeah. semi-modern times mm. oh yeah. is it oh, okay yeah it's like it's like you know if you read lovecraft short yeah. stories it's like that time okay. period so it's semi-modern but not like modern modern not high fantasy not high fantasy <laughs> what we're doing that's where we are we're in initiative order right now. You're facing down against a lizard folk assassin who uh, waited until you were safely out of your druid grove to attack you because it would have been really stupid to run in there full of mist. Is she exhausted because she didn't get to rest? No. And, uh, I mean, you didn't do anything all night. She was probably just hanging out, sipping, sipping a Mai Tai. <laughs> You are in this fight with uh, an assassin and an invisible enemy. This assassin just hopped onto the back of Carhoon's horse and tried to shove him off, presumably so she could ride away. She was unsuccessful this time, but it just takes one bad roll on your part. But it is your turn in, initi- in initiative order. This lizard folk is on the back of Maud, kind of wrestling with Carhoon. There is some invisible... Thing that keeps punching you <laughs> and you are an earth elemental what do you do well i'm going to punch this invisible thing right back disadvantage is what you have does a 16 hit yes 16 is a good roll 13 points of magical bludge and then for my second punch i'll punch it I rolled an 18 and a 20. Well, it's not a crit. <laughs> it's not a crit, unfortunately. But it is a hit. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. And two sevens on my 2d8s, so 19 points of magical bludge. Okay. Pretty good there. Anything else you do? That is all I do, because uh-huh. I still feel like I'm kind of in the thick of things and don't really want to take a step back. Fair enough. It is Carhoon's turn. He is on this horse, and there's this uh, lizard person behind him trying to shove him off of it. What how, do they do? How big is this lizard person? Yeah, probably like 5'3". Okay. He's going to... Kind of tr- slender, but lithe. How is she looking? Uh, you know, okay, but not great. Um... He's going to try to just grapple her. He's going to like just turn around and just try to grab her. Okay. So that's a... Sorry, I always forget. It has to be strength for you. Okay. So athletics for you, but I can choose either athletics or acrobatics. Okay. I wonder which I'm going to (laughs) choose. Natural 20. 29. It's a total. 29. Stupid. (laughs) Out of the box. I also rolled a natural 20. Oh, what was your total? Unfortunately, it's a 27. <laughs> oh, my 
god. Oh, Holy cow! The battle of the crits. That's stupid. Oh my gosh. Dumb. I'm imagining it so frying pan is a little squirrely head, and he so I'm imagining it like when we hold him and he's just being like all floppy pot and squirrely. That's kind of Carhoon just grabbing this. You know, creature, and she's flailing and trying to get out. It's a very, it's a tough. Carhoon barely gets a That's grip true. on her. Like she is incredibly uh, dexterous. Yeah. And, like he swings a hand over, and she ducks out of the way, and it's very, it's a very yeah. close fight. But he is strong, in the end, but he does manage dexterous. to uh, grab hold. Okay. Um. <laughs> I feel like he's just gonna. I don't know. Hold on to her because he can't do anything else with his action, right? Um, so technically, you can replace one of your attacks with a grapple or shove, so you could have two more attacks. But the great axe is a two handed weapon, and you have to have at least one hand to grapple someone. So, like, what he could punch her (laughs) or try to like stab her if he has a some smaller one handed weapon, but he'd have to drop the great axe, yeah. Um what is she wearing again, armor-wise? Uh, studded leather. What are the studs made out of? Metal. Okay. So he's going to just, with the hand that's grabbing her, cast Shocking Grasp on her. Does he get advantage? Does that metal count? It's leather armor. They're little studs. Okay. It's not enough to... Natural 15 for a 23 to hit. Yeah, that does. Nine points of lightning damage, and she cannot take any reactions until the start of her next turn. Okay, okay, okay. She gets zapped pretty good. Anything else? I guess he can still... (laughs) So, drawing and stowing a weapon again. What's the... It's a move equivalent? Move equivalent actions are not a thing in fighting. Sorry. You can interact with an object. Okay. To either draw or stow a weapon. Okay, so he's going to drop his great axe and pull out his hand axe. And with non-lethal damage is going to bop this lizard folk on the head. It's going to try. Going to try. Critical hit. Natural 19. Well. With a plus 9 to hit, so a total of a 28. <laughs> I'm rolling rocks! Okay. <laughs> Thank you, D20 dice. You guys are rolling great. <laughs> um, I mean, this is this will be enough. What's your bonus? D6 plus 5. D6. Five. So it could just be as low as okay. seven. Um, but I mean, we can also keep it, save something. You can see how I. Why don't I roll first and then you can see? Roll for damage? Yeah. Sure. Because I would like to, you know, if it's. I don't like using them unless they have a. On something that would just take her down to zero. <laughs> I rolled a five and six. <laughs> so Bonk. 16. She goes limp. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So Carhoon's holding on to this limp body. That is the end of his turn. That's all he can do. All right. This, uh, as he bonks her over the head and she kind of slumps over in his arms, uh, he feels these invisible tendrils kind of wrap around this unconscious body and try to tug her free. Roll me an opposed strength check. Just strength or? Um, yeah, just strength. We're going to call it here. 20. Non-natural. <laughs> Going for Orange Crush? Come on. No. Nope. Carhoon is strong. Nope, 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 nope. 
Carhoon can kind of feel it like trying to grab on and, and wrest this body away from him. It does not succeed, so it's gonna try to replace its other attack and just like punch Carhoon in the face. I'm just really curious as to what this creature is. <laughs> Garbage roll. Those misses. Terrible. Terrible. Carhoon is a tank. Terrible rolls. Ugh. Okay, this thing's <laughs> unconscious. Okay, uh, it is your turn. Oh, you see right. this, you can see Carhoon kind of like struggling as it looks like the, the body is trying to be pulled away. All right, well, she's she's seeing this, um, and she's just going to swing her big ol' uh, earthen fists at the literal air, hoping to make contact with something. Eleven to hit. Miss. Fourteen to hit. That is it. Okay, so she, like, you know, whiffs through the air with one of her fists, and the with the other one, like, makes contact. Sixteen magical bludgeoning. Okay. That is your turn. That is my turn. Carhoon's turn. All right, he has his hand axe in his one hand, and so he is also going to try to hit at whatever creature is trying to pull this lizard folk out. All right, disadvantage. There's a 14 hit. Yeah. 10 slashing. That's another hit. He's just like, I feel like he's just like... like chopping a tendril yeah. off of it's like the uh the uh, creature that's outside the mines of moria and the lake that gets its tendril mm. around someone's ankle and just like chopping ah. at that at that tendril 16 slashing damage and his final attack it's also a hit with a 17 14 points of slashing damage okay it's still there. Okay. Somehow able to feel its presence, even though it's not visible. Yeah. The assassin remains unconscious. Okay. There is another attempt to wrest the body from Carhoon's hands. Okay. Roll me an opposed strength check. You can feel it starting to tug away. Come on, baby. Don't let me down. 12 total. Natural two. Oh! Oh, oh, well, what's the total? Not 12. Not plus 10 to its strength. <laughs> Somehow. I've rolled oh, how many man. crits, but when the chips are down, <sighs> they can't, they can't do it. And that was just a natural seven on my part, because it's like Carhoon has such a I great, he's just so strong. <laughs> okay, it's going to try to punch Carhoon again. Uh, has advantage. That'll hit. I rolled an 18 on the day. Nice. 12 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. And then Carhoon feels the body, the resistance on it kind of go limp. It is your turn. Now, even if it's invisible, would I still be able to take an opportunity attack against it? No. Okay. If it left. No. If it left. Um... Well, I guess I'm just going to try to punch at that square where it was. Okay. Disadvantage. It's a natural three, so an 11 to hit. All right. Other other big old fist. It's an 18 and a 19, so I assume that that hits if it's still there. It would, but yeah, your fist just passes through nothing. Okay. Okay, so feeling that... Okay. Yeah, you feel that. You're pretty confident it uh, has 
left the building. Left the battlefield. Pursued exit stage right, pursued by bear. So, uh... Okay. You, you kind of are, are pretty confident. You're like, I would have... If it was there, I, I would have hit it. Mm-hmm. So it's not there anymore. And really, there's no, you know, unless you have, like, true sight or something. Yeah. There's really no way to figure out where it is or where it went. Okay. Yeah, because I only have the tremor sense. So. You look around for a moment. It doesn't, like, swing around and attack from a different angle. But you think you are out of initiative. Okay. For the time being. Okay. So Octavia is going to unshift out of her earth elemental form and go over to the lizard folk Mm -hmm. and like try to wake her up like slap her she's out cold okay in fact she fails death saving throw (sighs) slap her of course um so octavia will be like hold her you know hold her really tight i'm gonna i'm gonna wake her up and she is going to cast healing word on the lizard folk okay you cast healing word how many hit points she gets back seven okay i rolled a one on my d4 (laughs) a couple of her with the big like welt on her forehead Mm -hmm. a cargogator with a hatchet (laughs) heals up (laughs) her eyes slowly open definitely has a concussion the slits and the beady black eyes that look at you you're out of elemental form correct she hisses and you should have killed me octavia will be like where did that invisible friend of yours go Hmm, i'll never find it i'm gonna cast charm monster on this lizard folk so if you wouldn't mind making a wisdom saving throw for me, please. But it will have advantage because we are in active hostility with it. What's your DC? 18. Uh-oh. Did she fail? Yeah, she failed. <laughs> Thank you, foolies. You're welcome. All right. And so... I feel like Octavia will see the the lizard folk, um, like she'll relax, you know, a little bit because she feels like she's with friends. Um, and Octavia will be like, hey, where did our where did our invisible friend go? I don't know. Do you have a way of contacting them? I, I forgot how. It is bound to my service. I think you should I think you should bring him back because I think we need to have like a a full group discussion as to like what our next steps are. It has a mission and it will seek to fulfill it. Well, if it's bound to your service, can't you tell it what to do? It is bound to the service of the mission. Oh, okay. Well, what mission did you give it again? To capture you and to kill this one, which there's a bit of cognitive dissonance that happens. She has an aneurysm and dies. Oh, no. <laughs> Does not compute. Did I already ask her wh- where it was? You did. She doesn't know. Okay. Or at least that's what she tells you. I mean, can I do an insight check to see if she's lying? Sure. Natural 19 for a 29. You think she doesn't know? Okay. Can you... I mean, but I'm... I mean, you already got us. 
So I think its mission would be, you know, fulfilled, right? <sighs> this one's not dead. And you're not in chains, so... No. Well, where would it be going now if that's what its mission is? Why is it leaving? It's going to recuperate. Oh. To regain its strength. And then it'll keep hunting you. Until one of you is dead. Hmm. What what exactly is it? Because I wasn't able to sense it at all. Hmm. It's a bean from the outer plains. You may know it as an invisible stalker. <laughs> okay. Okay. An impeccable tracker. An excellent hunter. Much it, like myself. Is it bound to anyone but you, or does it only obey your commands? It obeys the commands of the summoner, and it obeys the mission it was given. Oh, okay. How long does it have on this plane? Until it completes its mission or perishes. Oh, okay. I mean, so where were you going to take me? Or where are we going now that you've got me? I don't have you. I'm not stupid. I know I'm technically friendly towards you. But I know you're not captured, and I know the mission isn't complete, which is kind of breaking my brain a little bit. (laughs) Right, but where would we have gone? Back to Grundagov. Where would you have brought me within Grundagov? would take me to where I need to go. Do you know Gruntikov very well? No. I don't like caves. I prefer swamps, forests. Somewhere where I can see the sky and hear the birds. Do they... Did they know where I was going or were you just tracking me? (laughs) I was tracking you. Will... Hence the, uh, invisible (laughs) stalker. Will the stalker be able to... You know, if, if if we take you with us, will it be able to do stuff on its own, or...? The stalker will find you. There is nowhere you can hide that it won't find you. Nowhere. Have Garoon roll an arcana check. Okay. 22. He turns to you and he says, yeah, I've heard of these things. They, are. Uh, if they're given a target, they know when and where it is, like... Impeccably, there's really not much you can do to shield yourself from it. I guess, um, if you were to go to a different plane of existence, it wouldn't be able to find you there, but that's about it. And kind of quietly, Octavia will be like, Does the summon still stay here if the summoner's no more? Kind of nods. Okay. Okay. She doesn't know where it is. But it went to go recuperate. Hmm. And since it leaves no tracks, there's like no way to track it. Okay. What? T- it's still like relatively early, right? Yeah. It's you've you barely left. Barely the camp have before left. This happened. Yeah. How long? Asking the lizard folk again, Octavia will be like, "How long does it? Does your? Does our friend usually need to recuperate?" I haven't been traveling with it long. I don't know. Perhaps a day, perhaps more, perhaps less. Is it very fast? Hmm, quite. Okay. It's long gone by now. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't don't doubt that. And it'll be waiting. And it'll find you. And you came down from Gruntikov? Hmm, not necessarily. Where did you come from? Oh, I come from the swamps. 
I was never much for the army, but I am a pretty good hunter uh, of bounties, you might say. Uh, oh, what did they offer you? A tracker for hire, a lot of money. Now, I don't necessarily see money the same way you do, but it seems like the way the world is going, having a fair bit of gold behind my name might set me up for future success. Oh, yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I, what was your name again? They call me Hazan. Okay, nice nice to formally meet you. I'm Octavia. It's not very nice to see you. Well, I mean, we are the, the purpose of your current mission, so I guess it is kind of nice to see us in a way. Yes, but again, I know that this isn't the way things should be. <laughs> Even though my brain says otherwise. Even though my brain is being really weird. <laughs> Did they give you a, 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 a password to, you know, say at the door when you return to Grundikov with me? A pass? No. Just to show up, basically? More or less. Okay. I'm like, could we do the great Wookiee prisoner trick? <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Can I or Carhoon do an arcana check to try to figure out what sort of magic would be used to bind a creature like a shadow stalker to your command? Is that something that Carhoon could do? Sure. Or nineteen. Yeah, so you you actually why don't you roll as well? Oh, okay. Non natural twenty actually. Yeah, so you know this uh there is a spell that I think you've actually incorrectly cast before called Conjure Elemental. Mmm. Okay which could potentially be used to summon one of these things. Would I know if that's a spell that I could dispel? If you had dispel magic and cast it at the high enough level, you might be able to. Would I be able to? Do I cast it on her or? No, no. You would have to cast it on the effect, which would be the elemental itself. Okay, well, I I got a little beat up from that. So, Carhoon, why don't we wink, wink, hunker down again, and I, I could use a nap. Okay. Of course. Whatever you say. <laughs> and then in a stage wish- whisper, she'll be like, because, like, we can't just lead that thing to, to the boats. Like, we have to take care of it before we get there. I suppose so. Because then they might, then they maybe wouldn't, I don't know, be able to pick something up, so... We can't waste too much time, though. I know. It's going to be here soon. What do we do with this one? Well, let's just kind of hang out for a little bit. And charm the monster charm's only going to last for, you know, 45 more minutes. Oh, yeah, it's only an hour. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily... I mean, sure, she was bounty hunting, but she didn't, like, join Join Craig. I don't mind necessarily letting her go. She was going to kill me for money. I mean, that's true. That's not great. Relatively bad. That is pretty bad. If there were an axis of like good to evil in this world, it would probably be something along the lines of uh, lawful evil. <laughs> you know, a contract that benefits you, but is an objectively bad thing to do. <laughs> well, hey, maybe we could reason with her. Maybe we could. And I don't know, make her go do other things. You're welcome to try. But what do we do with her in the meantime? She's going to be charmed unless you want to 
stop that charm. You know, are we gonna keep our prisoner? Are we gonna tie her up and take her with us? Are we just gonna, you know, yeah. tie her up and throw her in the bushes and hope she doesn't get free and follow us? She's probably gonna be pretty mad when she realizes that you did charm her. Yeah. I just don't like... Just, I don't know. I don't like just killing a prisoner, like... Well, yeah. neither does the Geneva Convention. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, maybe we can just reason with her and have her go back to the swamps. You could try. But whatever we do, we need to do it pretty quick. Um, Octavia will, in a non-stage whisper this time, be like, um, so what, are we, what were you going to do after, you know, you caught us? Or your bounty hunting day is over, or... Ah, the sum on your head probably would set me up for my life, so I was going to turn you in, keep my head down until this whole war thing blows over, and then live out the rest of my days in relative comfort. Would you... Maybe. I probably would have gotten bored. I'd find something to do. But maybe I could be like an earl or a duchess or something. Buy a... I don't know, a mountain or a swamp? <laughs> I mean, those are two very different terrains. If you are if you like the swamps, I don't know if you'd like the mountains very much. They're pretty cold. Ah, I, just, I just like being outside. Mm. And, I mean, it'd be cool to own a mountain. It would be. How much gold... Hassan Peak. I can hear it now. How much gold did they offer you? A lot. You really want to know? Yeah. Like, at least 10,000. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, over 9,000. <laughs> yes, there you go. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Hassan, if you had a choice between dying and giving up your bounty hunting ways, would you pick? Well, I'd prefer a glorious death. Than a life of failure. Okay. That doesn't really answer the question. Doesn't it, though? Well, could you have glorious success instead? I don't know why having to give up bounty hunting would have to necessarily be failure. I failed. I know what you're getting at. You want me to just leave you alone in exchange for your act of mercy for sparing my life. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. This is more than just a career for me. It's a matter of pride. You. Well, this one. And I guess you. I wasn't going to kill you. But I was going to kill this one. I'm a prey. I'm a target. I would rather die in battle with you than go on my way knowing that you had bested me. Hmm. Do I know that she used Conjure Elemental for to cast the some of the umbral? You don't know that, okay. but you know that that's a spell that one could one could use to achieve a, this end. It is a concentration spell. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, like, want to go send her to join the shields of Fenor because I'm like, or at least really lawful. You could beat the crap out of people. Maybe they could, you know, find some common ground. I'll suggest that to her. What What about if you go and join the shields of Fenor? <laughs> no. Well, you know, they're very honor-bound and courageous and and keen to battle. Hmm, I feel like... The spirits of nature are not that 
deity of theirs. I don't know why it couldn't be one of the both, because... No. I'll not be a, a champion of some holy order. What about... You know, I, I am what I am, and I do what I do. And I'm not going to change that, not even under the influence of a third level spell. <laughs> so this comes down to a difficult choice you have to make. You can either be rid of me, or you can let me go and never know when I'm going to show up to put a knife in your neck. Well, then you really wouldn't have succeeded because you need to capture me, not kill me. Well, okay, a knife in your back and a knife in his neck. The imagery was evocative. It was evocative. No, you've definitely made your point. <sighs> okay. Um, Karun, can we just, like, knock her out again? Can you just bop her over the head with your hand axe? I definitely could. Yeah, why don't you do that? Okay. Good night. He doesn't even, like, <laughs> need to roll. What's a hand axe? Uh, damage-wise? Six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Boop. She goes down. I mean, even if it was minimum, she had exactly seven hit points. So, and he has a plus. Oh, he, he has only a plus five. Yeah. So, bonk. She goes limp again. Oh, my gosh. Swell. That's what we get for taking prisoners. I know. See, if we just kill her in combat, no one has to feel bad. I know. <laughs> I was wondering, I was hoping that maybe she could tell us about the invisible creature so that we could deal with it. And she did. She did. Uh-huh. At least it seems to me that the invisible creature, its job is to kill me and capture you. So I don't think, even if we lead it back to the boats, perhaps, you know, it's not going to tattle on us until it oh, that's true. Know, kills me and gets you. Oh, that's true. Because that was my worry. I don't want it to get away and, and, and reveal the, you know, the attack from that lake on sure. Lake Ansel. But okay. So that's good. Yeah. Well, why don't we continue on our way for now? And I mean, who knows how long its recovery period is. It could be, you know, I don't know, eight hours, four hours, 24 hours. So let's continue on our way being... Um, what, what about her? I don't know what to do, Karu. Are we taking her with us? I mean, I don't... I know why we've both killed before, but... Oh, yeah. Killed a lot of people. <sighs> Just like cold-blooded murder on the other hand like well it's probably more along the lines of execution yeah i don't know if that makes it any better well it gets into how do you feel about capital punishment not great she did try to kill us i know and she basically told us if we let her go she'll keep trying to to kill kill us us. again yeah it still feels weird to just you know kill a defenseless person for sure yeah yeah Uh, i don't know yeah, it's not a great situation, for sure. Ugh, and it'd be even worse to just, like, tie her up and leave her here, because then that'd be, like, a potentially painful death. Could you turn into, like, a bear and eat her? Because then it's kind of like the circle of life. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh, it's awful! I feel like that would... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like that would make me feel a little bit worse. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> what if you, uh, what if you just summoned a bunch of wolves and you know let nature do its thing? I'm kidding. This is Austin premature. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, we can just tie her up and carry her along for a while, but it is a risk. Yeah, let's let's just carry her for however long she's like unconscious. There, there and might then... be a brig on the ship. Yeah. But I mean, bringing her onto those ships is a risk in and of itself. Yeah, I don't really want to bring her on the ships because I mean, if the you know shadow creature has one goal. You know, she has a goal too, but I mean, she would more have the ability, it seems, you know, to go and and tattle, as it were. And she'd probably get a lot of money for it, too. I mean, you could give her all her stuff back and do mano a mano. Hmm. 1v1. Two men and one man left. Huh. (laughs) I'm not thinking, I'm just saying these are the options. But really, we've got like. We either do something now, or we tie her up and we take her back to the boats, because we do not have time, as well, uh, Hakon was very clear yeah. about. You know, we need to get there. Let's let's tie her up and, and get going, and... Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, uh, Karyon takes her short sword, crossbow, the bolts, there's some, like, vials of poison mm-hmm. strapped into her, her bags. Rifles through all that stuff. Yeah, does no she money. have anything else or no money? Uh, just uh, some some weapons. Uh, there's like a dagger in there too. A couple vials of this poison. Um, some you know survival gear. Mm-hmm. Does she have rations, any like things like that? Magicy stuff. If she was able to cast that spell or no? Okay, no, you don't see anything of the sort. Okay. Um, I'll take the vials of poison for sure. Sure. And you do find like a a parchment that seems to be like the bounty, oh, the, okay, the bounty yeah. bill that she has. That's asking for you for a large sum of ten grand. Jeez, how many uh, vials of poison are there? Three. <laughs> we look at the bounty, and I'm sure they have like sketches of us, and we're like, like that's not my nose. <laughs> Right, <laughs> just with really derpy faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My eyes are definitely way too close together in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bukaru then ties her hands, feet, flops her over the back of Maud, and hops on. Says, "All right, well, we better hit the hit the dust." Sounds good. And I'll pop over, uh, climb back onto Daisy, and start going. All right, you uh, to make good progress through the day and you don't run into any other things after about four hours Carhoon feels uh, this Hazan stirring on the back of his horse but she's tied down pretty well you can feel her struggling for a bit kind of like I don't know do you gag her I mean probably just because we don't know if she can cast magic (laughs) Uh, she's on the back of this horse kind of thumping around Mm -hmm. um after, you know, a while of struggling, she kind of quiets down for a bit. Have Carhoon roll a not tying check. Call it sleight of hand. Sure. That's dex, right? Mm-hmm. 14. Okay. Uh, after a little while of struggling, uh, she kind of quiets down and seems to, you know, settle down. Okay. Uh, you ride through most of the rest of the day. With no real interruptions, take a rest halfway through, and the sun again begins to set as you look for a place to camp for the night. Okay. Roll me a survival check. Fifteen. 
15. Okay, you find a place similar to the one you were last time. The hills are kind of dying out as you're getting more into just like the last little bit of scraggly brush plain. You know, you'll be at the river in maybe like a couple hours the next morning as you settle in for the night. Are you doing any campsite preparations? Well, first, I'm going to assume that we took a wee short rest in that middle of the day when we took that rest. That's fine. Octavia's going to go over, once we find our campsite, Octavia's going to go over to Hassan. Um, Can you tell me what her CR is? No. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely not. No, we're just thinking of, okay. And she'll be like, ungag her and be like, "Ah." it's my preference to let you go and hope that you turn your life around and, I don't know, see the error of your ways. I'm operating under the assumption again that that is not going to be the case. She shrugs. So my other option for you, to the death. And I'll pick up her short sword. Well, with you? With me. No magic. I mean, I'm going to take an animal form, because look at these noodles of arms, but besides that, no magic. An animal form? Mm-hmm. Or that mud monster you were? Oh, just an animal. I mean, that's why I asked her if she was CR, because I was going to pick an animal that was similar in CR, so that it would be a fair fight. Don't you? I haven't had really. I've been tied up. Uncomfortable. I'm still at basically a hit point. If this is how you want to settle things, why don't we settle them in the morning when we've both had a chance to regain all of our strength? Hmm. I'll just heal you up. I'd prefer not to wait and have you sleeping in a near vicinity to, to me when I don't know. I told you this is a matter of pride. Do you really think I'm just going to try to cut your throat in the night? Or try to escape you may so not. that you can come on back and give it a second go on better strength? You may not understand my sense of honor, but it is there. It may be alien from yours, but... I mean, I don't necessarily doubt that... I mean, I know you would rather succeed than not. And so if that means... I don't know. Killing Carhoon in the middle of the night... And then running away to regain your strength so that you can come back and can- uh, capture me. I don't know if that would be dishonorable to you or, or what, but... I mean, I say let's do, it, do this now. Why wait? If hit points or, you know, how you're feeling is the only thing you're worried about, I can, I can take care of that. I have been strapped to a horse for the better part of eight to ten hours. You don't think... Uh... Night of rest would do us both some good. I mean, again, I don't know why wait. Because I feel like garbage. Again, I I have a mild concussion. At least one. I've been hit on the hatchet. uh, On the hatchet (laughs) by a head. Twice. (laughs) Okay, I've been unconscious for four hours. That's not good for the brain. Again, I can literally cast greater restoration on you if you would like and bring you back to tip-top shape. Just overnight isn't necessarily going to heal your concussion. Well, it might heal some other things. Well, again, I'm saying no magic, so... Fine. This is really how you want to do it. This is how I want to do it. I'm not just going to kill you tied up. Mm. I can't do that. You have your code, I have mine. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Are we going to do paces or something? Sure. Heal me up first. I have literally one hit point. I 
stable. I, I regained consciousness with one hit point after being unconscious for four hours. I hope you have enough healing spells. All right, I will cast Healing Spirit at third level so that should. Okay, let's see. She will get back 7 2d6. So let me... I'm going to use a dice roller for that because that is going to be 14d6. And I don't want to do that math. Sure. She gets back 45 hit points. Okay. How's she look? I need... I thought you could do better than that. Are you like a half? Or are you like... Where are you at? I'm a little over half. Okay. I'll just do that again then. You get another 60 hit points. Okay. That, that'll do. And I want to be kind of, you know, equal to you. So what's your physical, uh, like, what's your creature of, what's the hardest creature you've ever fought? Like, it's animal, not, it's, beast. Just, just pick something. I mean, okay. I don't know. I'm a higher CR than anything you can transform into, if that's what you're asking. I've hunted a lot of things. Okay. Why don't we, you know... Ten paces out. What is that at feet? Uh, ten steps. I don't know. Five foot increments. Uh, let's go ten feet away from each other. Or we'll each go ten feet, so twenty feet away from each other. If this is how you want to do things, if this is what will assuage your conscience, fine. Give me all my stuff back. I know you took my poison. I will toss her all of her equipment back. She puts it on, straps the sword on, loads the crossbow. Dips the tips in poison. Turns around, looks at you, says, "Yeah, uh, okay. You you want to do this?" And you have no preference in what type of animal I turn into. You do you, girlfriend. Okay. But we're gonna pick up their next episode. Oh my gosh! I really oh I was ready to do this. Oh my gosh! I know, but we're already at that time. Ooh, moral dilemmas, friends. Wow. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really hope that this show has been uh, has brought a, a bright moment to your week. I hope that you are all hanging in there. If you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast on both platforms. All right, everyone. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>